ACASTCAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, fellow Lushes. Come on in, pull up a bar stool, and enjoy some cocktails with dimples and the beard. Another episode of Cocktails with Dimples. I do like And a beard. Charter. Let's pour... Some rosé. Rosé in the How morning. How much rosé do you pour? You don't pour that much rosé. <laughs> it's, well, it's like it's a combination red, white. White you fill to the rim. Red you feel like you put that much in, right? You, like, you can barely <laughs> tell there's any wine in the glass. I thought pink wine was closer to white wine. So I assumed you just poured and poured and poured and poured. Well, you weren't even looking. And, <laughs> and then you overfilled. Oh, a little more. You're all right, all right. You see that we are joining in. All right, before we start, if you're watching on YouTube, go down there and click the subscribe button. Little please. button. It's not very big. Please. It's free. Well, it even hurt. It's free. It might hurt. You might get a little electrical shock if your computer's faulty wiring or something. But my guess is it won't hurt. We do appreciate it. We do. It means nothing to you a lot to us sick that's exactly what ryan said so, I, I, I don't know if somebody he's, i don't know if he's trademarked it but if he has come fight us ryan in the yep come on the show and fight us. <laughs> right we'll, we'll take you on anytime greatest podcaster out there um maybe Great, maybe greatest interviewer out there i don't know uh i didn't know i got it from him but i know it i knew it heard it somewhere yeah he does the I best stole it. he I does stole the, it. he does the best interview podcast out there I mean, other than cocktails with dimples in the beard, oh, of course. Second best. Second best. That's true. I'm, I'm getting one of those excited panic attacks again. Cause coming on? Yeah, because we're, <laughs> we're talking to somebody. We are going to be talking, you know. We're talking to somebody way out of my league again. They're all out of the league. Yes, we have another. <laughs> what are we bringing on? Another playmate. Playmate of the month. June 1994. Yes. Elon Carter. I think she was I gotta just... Get, I got to get where... She was just Elon Carter in the magazine. A new book or uh, these two for each guest, so I'm not flipping. Yeah, don't flip during the interview. That was so annoying the other night. But I got stuff. Then fucking rip the fucking page out of the notebook, set it on the table so that you can flip it without fucking... <laughs> oh, my God. Remember when I said I almost lost my shit? It was not what I was talking about. It was about you. <laughs> Hold on. I got a question in here. I put, I put it on the back of the page. Listen, listen, wait, listen. You see how you can't even hear this one? You could barely notice. Oh, my God. Do not turn that fucking page. I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> up in here. Up, up in, in here. here. All going to make me go all out. Up in here. Up in here. R.I.P. DMX. You, I miss. And you, I mourn for. And you, I lost some sleep. You were awesome. 
And Betty White was too. I'm just kidding. I love Betty White. We say, we say shit to piss people off so that they'll, so that they'll hit the subscribe button subscribe. right down there. So we can right. piss you off more. No, 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 no leaving waiting. No, no leaving pretty ladies waiting. waiting in the waiting room. So without further ado, Elon Carter Price. Hi. Oh, there we go. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> Hello. How are you? We are doing very well. How are you tonight? I'm good. I'm a little technically challenged sometimes. So <laughs> well, we are we are certainly as well. So every time every time we kick one of these things off and we have both audio and video within like the first two minutes, we're excited. So uh, exactly. And the thing is, I don't have my glasses on because I need glasses, so I can't see what I'm looking at. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That might be, well, a, that's probably better for better you. Better for you. <laughs> right, right. It's better for me, but I can't see what I'm doing. That's, what I'm doing. that's all right. How are you guys? We're phenomenal. Fantastic. Oh, so if you can't that's, see. That's exactly, look, I just poured the, I have just a little bit of, that's what I. We, we don't mess around. I told you, we like to cater. We like to tailor to the guests. And so we went out and got uh, ourselves a couple bottles just in case. Oh, great. And I didn't drink that whole bottle. I just <laughs> left, right? I have some still because I had some friends over, but yes, this is, it says says right on the bottle, low alcohol, right? So it's, it's meant to drink a lot of it. (laughs) I'm like a little baby drinker. So I like a little fruity. I know it's girly drinks, but my sister says that she's a drinker. So she just says I drink Kool-Aid. So well, he prefers girly drinks. So we're all good. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and you're right. It is. This is my first time drinking. Yeah. It's very tasty. It's tasty. All right. It's so like, it's like candy. <laughs> so cheers to our guest, Elon Carter Price, Miss June 1994. Thank you so much for coming on. Welcome aboard. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, very fruity. Oh yeah, delicious. Delicious. Nice, right? Yeah, it's light and yeah. Rose's well, it's not morning, but rose's for in the morning, right? <laughs> If you only thing is because it tastes so good, I, you know, you drink too much, you might get a little buzz. Yeah, you start in the morning, you might, yeah, it might mess you up by the end of the day. But we're we're uh, we're in Wisconsin, so, so we're, we're seasoned. We're, oh, we know. it's cold in Wisconsin. It is. It is. Yeah, that's a that's a good question. Where where do you find yourself in the world tonight? Because you're obviously a from following Instagram, following you on Instagram, you do a lot of traveling. You're all over I, the world. I just got back from Dubai. I'm actually in Los Angeles right now. Okay. For now. So is, uh, I do have some more trips coming up. Is Los Angeles home base? Yes. Okay. Los Angeles is home base. It's actually, it was really cold here last week. I mean, a couple of days ago, actually. It just wait, warmed up today. Wait, wait, wait. What's, what's cold what's to really you? really cold? <laughs> <laughs> well, for us, we're such babies in the 40s and windy. Okay. Okay. So that's really cold for California. I did see... Uh... I did see somebody down in that part post like some video of like some hail and some sleet in in Southern California. Wow! Yeah, and they and they closed the grapevine, which that's on the way going to like um, if you're going to, I don't know if you guys know, probably San Francisco. I want to say Magic Mountain, but you don't live out here. That's the amusement yeah. park. Yeah. You're going up that way, you know. Um, it's snow, and so they had to close it down. So if you go like an, forty minutes away, it's totally snowing. Oh wow. Mm, okay. Like right now it is? Yeah, it's snowing. It's a lot of snow. <laughs> wow. Awesome. For, for them, it's a lot of snow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know what? The good thing is like we can go have snow and ski, and then the same day we can drive down the mountain and go to the beach if it weather permits. So that's incredible. That is nice. Yeah. 
That's why everybody wants to live out there, right? Yeah, you're right. We got crazy people right now, so you don't want to come out here. <laughs> crazy. Well, well, a lot of people we've talked to lately have moved out of California, so right. Yep. Gotta love it. Well, um, <laughs> Wisconsin, we're what are we? 10, 12 today, something like that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and we got and we got our snow last night, so yeah. Well, you know, it didn't get that cold, but I still live in London and I lived in London for like 10 years. And okay. I, just, I call it the island of dank, the IOD, <laughs> dank ass island, because I wake up, right? First of all, it's just the clouds just sitting there. It's dark. And then by the time three o'clock hits in the wintertime, it's already dark because they like, you know, in the summer, it stays light until like nine, about 11 o'clock, maybe. But yeah. in the wintertime, it gets dark really early. So you wake up, it's dark. And then three o'clock it's pitch black it's depressing and it's cold and wet so you, i got enough cold that's why <laughs> i didn't hear that i did not realize it was that early that, that it yeah, got that, dark yeah. oh yeah yeah that gets to you it gets pretty dark fast and then you're like i'm on the iod then you become angry <laughs> <laughs> and then you just go to dubai or come back to la yes yes which is another eight hour flight so i've been to dubai several times it's my new favorite place besides italy okay okay All right. And what part, what part of Italy are, are you just, have you gone to all of Italy at this point? <laughs> I've done most of it. I'm sure there's places. I haven't been to Cinque Terre. I've been to Capri. My favorite is Florence. I love Florence. I love the food. I love the culture. I love the lifestyle of it. Um, but I've done all the like Lake Como. I've done all the, you know, cool places. Rome is my favorite because of the history and the culture. Yeah. You literally can just walk around and just find so much culture and history. I just thought, found that fascinating. Yeah, I would. I that's that's definitely a bucket list it item is. for me. I'd love to get to yeah. Rome and Greece and all no, that. Well, I, I did Venice, but Venice is it's beautiful. It literally looks like you're pulling. Like I remember pulling in, and you look like you're on a movie set. It looks that cool. But after oh. a couple of days, the water starts to kind of smell a little bit. <laughs> you know, in a okay. weird way, like sulfur. So a couple of days, it's beautiful to see, but it's just wasn't my favorite, but it's so pretty. Nice. Nice. We'll get there. So all your traveling is just, is it for business or just for fun? Um, well, my husband is a trader in finance. So we lived in New York for a couple of years and then we lived in London for 10 for that reason. Um, in Dubai, he was traveling for work, but most of, the, of it is just, we like to travel a lot. We like yeah. to go to places I, there's a couple of things on my bucket list i haven't done yet which i hope to what and what what are they i was gonna say i would love to go to egypt i would love to go to south africa to safari but covid has been so bad you know you it's kind of put a lockdown and everything and plus it wasn't when we lived in london we want to go to egypt but it wasn't really safe you know it was crazy people doing crazy stuff so we kind of yeah i want to go to the pyramids and just, you know, I like to look at all the like historical things and that's fascinating to me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so typically we start these things kind of with your, your Playboy story, how you got involved and the experiences discovered. you had. How did you get discovered? Yeah. Oh, this is going to be a funny story. Okay. Let me take a <laughs> oh, perfect. We like that. Sip time. <laughs> Sip time. When I was a little girl, my mother, my mother's really beautiful. My mother was a Playboy bunny at Great Gorge in New York. Okay. And then she met my stepfather, who I was raised by one of the original Temptations. He's the owner of the group. That's my stepfather. But I was like five years old. So I remember going there with her. Um, we moved to California. So I grew up here and then I started modeling. And I, I was actually doing very well modeling. Lived in Vienna for a while, lived in London. 
And my mother worked in the building. She's in advertising that Playboy was in. And I would meet her for lunch and they kept asking me, who's that? And she's like, oh, my daughter, the security guy would always talk to her. And then one of the ladies were like, you got to see this lady's daughter. She comes in here all the time. And they asked me to do it. And I was like, ah, kind of hoot and hogs. I was actually doing legitimate modeling type of stuff. Yeah. More, you know, like catalogs. Uh, I didn't know how they were going to respond. But anyway, they asked, my mother talked me into um, just trying out and I got in it and that's how it happened. And then they found out about my, I hadn't even told him about my father midway through it. He was doing a show and I had, couldn't do one of the shoots. I was like, oh, my dad's doing a concert. They're like, huh, what? <laughs> so <laughs> he ended up getting in the magazine because they came to the show. It was in San Diego and they asked me to go on stage. Now I can't sing a lick. So <laughs> my opening page, he thought it was hysterical because we're going to move on like it's a, it's a they have the video but they wanted us to move on like it was actually a regular shoot so i had to get up in front of the audience and sing my girl with them <laughs> it looked good it looks good on the picture <laughs> but um no i didn't sing you know he thought it was funny well as long as it looks good on the picture right that's yeah, exactly yeah. that's what they're yeah. after <laughs> um, yeah then the experience of the shoot uh, so the experience was pretty cool. Um, I remember shooting, you know, they shoot for like six months to a year. And so because I was a model, there was a couple of times they had to make me stop for a while because I had to gain weight because they like the girls curvy. And sure. so a lot of girls have a hard time getting in because even if you are skinny and the interesting thing is as a model, I did a lot of catalog um, bathing suit and I did a lot of, you know, um, lingerie stuff anyway, because I was pretty curvy. So um, they just made me gain weight a little bit. And, and oh. they kinda, yeah, there, there's some juicy stories. And I remember they're like, well, you got to be more sexy. But I was so conscious of being a, a fashion model. They had given me a little cocktail because I was shy. <laughs> so, <laughs> me up. Um, so the shoot part was pretty good. The photographers were great. They make the girls feel really comfortable. That's like the beginning stage doing the shoot part. Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, you get the. Get so. Again, it's that you've been in front of a camera for a, for a long time, so that's natural. But the first time, <laughs> was there any reservations of doing that? Well, they said, we have to talk to you. We need to pull you to the side. We got to give you a little bit of a drink. You look frozen. Because <laughs> I was just kind of like, oh, my God, I'm naked. And I had done a lot of music videos. And also, I had done a lot of my music videos. I started turning them down. I actually started doing a lot of rock videos, too. And... Um, before Playboy? Do, huh? That was before Playboy? The, the, all the music videos? It was around, well, I had done a lot of stuff before Playboy because I was doing a lot of modeling. So it was back then they use models from modeling agencies for music videos. Unlike now, it's totally different. You know, there's sure. someone go, hey. Um, so yeah, I had done a lot of videos and I was used to being the sexy girl, but it was different when I was naked. So <laughs> what I don't even remember. It was so long ago. I know I was scared. <laughs> Okay. I, yeah, I can't even imagine. <laughs> no, it's a different and, experience. And then after a while, I was just like, and then, you know, but the thing about modeling is when you're doing shows in runway, you're naked anyway. You're running backstage changing clothes. So that part of didn't bother me, but that was kind of quick. But then you are on a set full of people and they are adjusting you. So they actually are doing little makeup things and adjusting certain things. <laughs> okay. Any horror stories of the poses? Because it looks so easy, but sometimes we've been hearing, you know, like, well, I got to hold this pose and it, it's not the most comfortable. 
Yeah. Well, that's, you know, it's really orchestrated how they do it. Um, I think some of the hard part was for me, I was, some of the girls don't push to see how much you can do. So for me, I was kind of like, well, you know, be careful. I don't want the shot to be too risque. And, you know, for me, I was more concerned about that. I didn't want it to look like penthouse. (laughs) Right. Sure. Sure. You know, so and they were good about that because Hef likes the girls to be the girls next door until you get to the mansion parties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can get That's into that. Show. Any good stories <laughs> about the mansion? I heard. Now, I didn't participate, but I did hear about the stories. I witnessed some things, not too much. I just would be like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I no. saw a couple of things. And I know people that worked there. I know some people that were involved, some of the girls. You know, everyone talks. So I would hear some of the stories. Okay. Do you spend a lot of time at the mansion? Yeah, because you know what? They always had the parties. Mm-hmm. And so what they would do is they would hire a group of playmates. And we would work the party for the evening. It's the girls that don't get in Playboy is the girls that they really bring in for entertainment. So hire like 20 girls for the night. And there was always something going on. And at that time, he was married to Kimberly still. And so we would work all night and people would ask us to show them the mansion and we would give them a tour of the mansion. But then there would be a whole bunch of girls that want to be in Playboy. And those are the girls that the guys you know, we'll talk to, but the funny things, one of the girls I met recently and she was asked me, she said, I still always be at the mansion. And the guy said to me, are you a playmate? And she said, no. And he walked away from her left because they wanted to meet the playmates, but they didn't realize that you just were going to get a tour of the house. Yeah. Right. We go home, we go, okay, it's time. We're off. We're going to go home. Yeah. We're punching a clock, just like everybody. Absolutely. That's That's the job. But it was entertaining. It was fun. You know, at the time we complained, um, one of the girls I was spoke, speaking to, her name is Susie Singstock, beautiful girl. And we were saying, we look back on hindsight, there will not ever be anything like that again. No. Like it was a time and fun and the people that were there, we're not going to experience that kind of lifestyle ever again because it's gone. The whole thing is gone. Yeah, it's, it's sad. I know. And it seems like you formed a big tight, a tight uh, relationship with all the girls. It seems like it's a, everyone we've talked to, Seems like it's a good sorority and yeah. there isn't a whole lot of cattiness to it or anything between the girls. It seems um, like you got a whole bunch of girls together, but <laughs> <laughs> you have those ones that you do like there. You actually kind of gravitate to some of the, and, and we're older. So you kind of gravitate to some girls and some girls you don't, but you still kind of look out for each other. Like if someone says something about one of the girls, this one needs help, or this is going on, we'll kind of all talk to each other and kind of check up on who's doing what, or have you heard this? Are they okay? You know, we, we try to do that. And, and they try to get us work. Actually, I was on a show recently, a couple months ago, an Ava DuVernay show on NBC called Home Sweet Home. Yeah. Okay. One of the playmates got me that show. Oh, okay. And I hadn't even been around her. And she called me and she's like, look, you would be great for this show. And I was like, oh, I don't think I'm interesting. So, you know, it, it, it worked out, but I was just surprised. She just randomly called me and said, hey, I want you to audition for this show. Awesome. That's yeah, nice. I did see the, the clips for that. Has that aired yet or is that? Is yeah, that-, that aired some time ago. It's okay. now on Array. Um, it's on Array and it's on Peacock streaming. Oh, okay. NBC didn't it didn't keep it up. They said our show was the funniest to them because we were just being ourselves, and I think that's why it worked. Because in my family, we just travel and we're crazy and we're funny. We think, <laughs> we're funny. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, they said we had a really funny episode because a lot of them were based on people's religion and people's like their some of the things they do in their house. And I'm like, well, we're not religious. Yeah. You know, we believe in something, but none of us are religious. We just kind of go on about our business and have a good time and treat each other nice and we're just spontaneous. And I think that's why it worked. That why they thought the show was funny. Okay. okay. Yeah. And the, the whole premise was, of the show was one of these home swapping shows. Like you went and lived in, is that kind of what it was? Yeah, it was a cultural swap. Our episode was the only episode they put us with another black family. So they put us in a family that was living in the inner city. My husband's a trader and he does well. And I came from that type of background, which is totally different. And so we had to live in an inner city for a week, which was quite interesting for my kids. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I bet. I bet. How old were they when, when you did this? So we just did a couple months ago. So my son is 17. My daughter's 13. They're very humble, sweet kids. We travel a lot. My son was born in England. He lost his accent when he was about six, but he tells people, he tells the girls now, you, you know, I'm British, right? Well, I <laughs> oh, yeah. don't blame him. Right? You, yeah. I'm, I'm working on my accent just so I can tell people the same thing. <laughs> I would think he'd want to bring it back. Yeah, right? He's trying, but it's gone. He sounds like a California kid. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, and which she... Seems to be doing, being very busy these days. Yeah. Your son. Yeah, um, he's doing his music. He's actually up for a show. I don't want to jinx it, but it's okay. a show in Europe and um, with a huge artist. So I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. He writes his own music, produces his own music. So he got musical talent that I don't have. So. Nice. <laughs> so you're saying it skipped a generation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's really, he's actually good. I'm not just saying that. He's actually very good. And his music's kind of, more crossover it's kind of hip-hop but it's more bruno mars type of music yeah yeah, yeah we were listening to yeah um, we listened to a little bit of it for sure oh. yeah started following him so thank you yeah, absolutely you know to see what he's about and so far yeah yeah and i i mean he had the he had the game on on one of his tracks on his album yeah. that's i mean that's huge that's huge and he got it by himself I'm like how'd you do that <laughs> right so how did he do that? Did he just contact <laughs> he his manager? He contacted him, you know, and he, he randomly contacts people and he responded and he's been so kind to my son. That's I awesome. Don't him, but I so appreciate it because a lot of artists that he's tried to talk to, um, I have this, don't let me forget, I have a story to tell you about the mansion and Eminem. Um, okay. So <laughs> Put a pin in that one. <laughs> yeah, yes, I don't forget. Um, so he was so kind to him and his written him back and then we hear he has an album coming out with Kanye West like two weeks ago wow and I'm like oh my goodness all this time he has an album coming out with Kanye West and he's talking to my son who has no name and trying to get going so he's a good guy yeah most of the artists would not do that for some someone they don't know and so mm -hmm. I get those to him and well it's for yeah, sure. That's, I mean, you love hearing stories like that. You really do. It's the same kind of kudos that I give to yourself and to all the other beautiful playmates who have Thank been you. willing to come on our show and and talk to us because we've I think we're up to eight or nine of eight or nine playmates now. Oh, great. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been a blast. It's amazing how kind you all are. And uh, and we had we had Echo Johnson and Karina Harney on an episode together and they oh, have. Yeah. They have just been our, I mean, our boy, they've, they've promoted us and helped us get more guests. And so they've been I so wonderful. Do. I have no problems because the thing is we appreciate, you know, the recognition that you still appreciate talking to us. Yeah, so for we sure. We love the stories. And I mean, we love uh, Echo yes. and Karina's podcast about all the stories at the mansion and stuff. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay. So I got an Eminem story for you. Yes, I let's told hear my this. son this the other day. 
when Eminem first came out with his album, um, it, it's funny because everyone complained that they wanted Hep to let younger people come. And you know, he's old school, he's older, he definitely wasn't gonna let any hip hop guys come, right? And I'm like, look, you gotta season it up here. It's boring because everyone's Hep's age. Complain, <laughs> 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 And that's a little freak me out because these beautiful young girls would be a new girl and they'd be over there with Hep and his friends and I'd be like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he let uh, Dr. Dre come. So they said, look, you're going to host a party. Dr. Dre, you know who he is? I was like, of course I know who he is. So they're like, he's going to host a party. He has a listening party with a new artist. I was like, oh, okay. So Dr. Dre comes with all his posse, right? And I'm listening to the music and it's all this hip hop and they're on top of the grotto and they're like, yo, whatever. And I was like, you know, they're not going to let this happen again, right? I'm sitting there cringing on, they're going to freak out when they see this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. guy, guy. And this young, this one guy comes up to me and he's like, oh, can you give me a tour of the mansion? This little nice, young, sweet looking, kind of dark blonde then yeah. dressed whatever. And I was like, yeah, sure. And I just give him the tour around the mansion and we go and look at the birds and take him to the monkey cages. He was so polite, so sweet. And he was talking to me the whole time. He goes, yeah, this is my listening party. I goes, yeah, this is, this is pretty cool. Yeah, it was Eminem. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Before anyone knew who he was, right? wasn't a star, was an album wasn't out. And he said, I want you to take me and show me the mansion. That's awesome. Right. So, and I told my son that I said, oh, my God, you won't believe this. I go, he was the nicest guy. That was a long time ago. <laughs> what, and what about Dr. Dre? Did you meet Dr. Dre? I met Dr. Dre. I have a friend that know him, but I don't really know him. Yeah. Okay. Well, again, you like to hear I that. I did. But... I tried to get him on my son's <laughs> <laughs> Right? Right? Well, I didn't you know him like that at Eminem. Well, Eminem, you could be like, hey, remember me? Yes, yes, remember me. I, I gave you this the best tour ever. <laughs> remember the birds and the monkeys? So, yeah. There you so. go. And then they, they were, you were able to watch his listening party and listen to his new album? Yeah. I, I mean, I was thinking anything of it at the time because sure. I, he wasn't a name. No one knew who he was. And he was very humble and very shy. Yeah, okay. I bet. Yeah, I bet early on in that early world. On, yeah. And this was probably really big for him coming from Detroit, coming from where he came from. And he's at this big old mansion and all these people are going crazy. And he's working with these big stars because Dr. Dre has been big forever. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, it was probably like so much for him. So he was really cool. And I, I, I would like to see him one day and tell him if he remembers the story. We'll make, we'll make sure to tag him in this. I'm sure he'll watch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so today, nowadays, unfortunately, there's those documentaries about the, the mansion in Hef, um, which we're not watching because I don't, I don't know that I believe them all. But have you been paying attention to the, the latest scandals so and stuff? I haven't watched it. Okay. But someone sent me a picture. They were doing something, uh, the story, the last one they did. And I'm in one of the pictures with a group of girls. Oh, really? Yeah, Thailand has a microphone in her hand and I'm standing next to her. And I don't know what context it was in, but they were actually showing me on there with something. Um, now, I haven't watched it, but I've heard some of the stories. A lot of it's true. Okay. <laughs> For what okay. I've heard, but I haven't seen it all. So I can't verify what is and what's not. But right. a lot of stuff through the grapevine. Sure. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I mean, it it was up. It was Playboy happening. Mansion. Like yeah. he was, he said he's tried everything and he wanted to experiment. And he did what he did. Right. I think Absolutely. The girls, you know, um, I think the problem is we glorified Hef. Right now, it's totally different. It's like a Me Too. You know, I mean, that's unacceptable. But we glorified it and we justified it, and you know, a lot of that stuff was going on. And, Fortunately, for the girls that wanted to get involved, you know, and then once they got involved in Playboy, some of the things I saw, you knew what you were getting into. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Right. Whether you were willing to do it or not. I was always like they said I didn't cooperate because I was like, I'm going home. But I had I came from a different background. So I was exposed to a lot at a young age. I grew up in entertainment. I had been modeling. My father was already famous. So it was not new to me versus some of the girls come from Wisconsin. They come from, you know, somewhere and they've never seen any of this before. And they go, oh, my God, it's so overwhelming that you don't they, they just get thrown into it. And I think, unfortunately, that's what happened with some of the people. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of famous, how is it growing up with a famous father? <laughs> okay, like one of the so biggest. I, I grew up with so many, I met so many famous people since I was little, right? Of course, I'm going to say the only one that really freaks me. I've met just about everybody when I was growing up, but of course okay. I'm a Michael Jackson fan. So I remember meeting Michael Jackson and oh, I remember wow. it was when Thriller was out and he came to <sighs> my dad at the show and he was really close to my father and I remember standing there he walks in the room and I froze and I was like oh my god (laughs) and that's the only time I fanned out but when he introduced me to him I was like oh hi nice to meet you I played it off played it cool but I I met him quite a few times and then when I was growing up I used to roller skate in the valley roller skating was really big and Janet Jackson used to be there all the time and Michael Jackson used to come to the roller skating rink Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay. Yep. So, you know, it's growing up around it. I'm just kind of being in LA. I always tell people I've been around entertainment for so long. I'm used to it versus other people. I kind of spot characters faster than most people. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But Um, it's been fun. It's been great. I couldn't ask for anything more. It's definitely, uh, it's wonderful. Did you, um, go to your the temptation shows a lot or were you like not another yes, one he asked me he, recently he's like you want to come to one of the shows i'm like no that's okay <laughs> <laughs> i've gone to so many shows and i've taken my kids and they have a big play that just closed because of covid that's been phenomenal on broadway called ain't too proud it's his life story oh wow. he put the group together so it's his life story from his perspective not the motown story actual otis williams story and it's done really well. And so they had a big opening again in October. And the show came back on Broadway. It was paparazzi. So we flew back for that. That was fantastic. It was so many people there. And because um, of COVID, they closed it down again. Uh, like mm. a- that sounds that sounds like a, I, would, I would see that play for sure. Well, oh, it's yeah. traveling now. It's a great okay. show. My husband doesn't even like, uh, he said he's not big on um, musicals. And he enjoyed it. The music was great. Well, yeah, yeah. If it's the music of the Temptations, I mean, it's going to be great. Maybe it'll come to the, our little. We have a we have a pretty yeah, decent a, theater by us, so yeah, it's it's traveling and it's not. I'm telling you, it's not boring. It's you're excited the whole time. The music, you're, it's just really up. Yeah. Does it does it get people up and dancing in the aisles at all? Yeah, but then it's so heartfelt. Some of the stories, and kind of you're like, wow, you know. Okay. It's touching too. 
Nice, nice. What's the name of it again? I'm sorry. It's called Ain't Too Proud. Ain't Too Proud. Okay. Gonna look for that. I I will. Love that music. I do. And I'm about to say that. I do love the Temptations and their music. That's for sure. It is. I was in high school. I was big into the uh, the oldies. So, yeah. Yeah. A lot in the 80s. In the 80s. Oh, 80s was the best music. Okay, I'm (laughs) aging myself now, but it is the best music, all the new wave and everything. It was my favorite era was the 80s. Prince, Michael Jackson, then we had all the new wave from uh, Europe, all the UK music. It was so good. I I loved it because there was always something new every week. There was something new, a new sound, a new band. Yep, MTV. It was so good then. (laughs) It was a good era for music, yeah. It was fun. And and for style. (laughs) I mean... I have, I have perfect fit. Yeah. <laughs> and my hair and the head can of hairspray. And I had the biggest hair and the oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Did you say parachute pants? Parachute pants. Nice. Oh nice. my god. Hammer pants. And yeah. The more zippers, the better. Yeah. Oh no. I had some parachute pants for sure. <laughs> and my daughter wears Doc Martens. You know, we were big in Doc Martens in the 80s. And now she, I'm like, oh, that's not new. Well, it's it's recycled, right? Recycled. It's coming back. Everything's recycled. <laughs> everything comes back. That's why you got to hang on to everything because eventually it'll be cool again. My mom that's why. She's like, "Don't get rid of stuff. It's gonna come back." So I'm like, "Throw away that. That's old." He's like, "It's coming back." <laughs> right? Oh man, I just missed it. <laughs> yep. Did you ever dabble in music or try I, to? Okay, so I tried really hard to be getting girl groups, and I got in two girl groups and I helped them get a record deal because I use my dad's name, but I can't sing a lick. Um, I was always going to do a girl group. It just never worked out because the girls can never get along. And then my father said, I'd rather hear a fat baby fart than I hear you sing. <laughs> that's cold. That's how good I sing. <laughs> well, no sugar coat in that. <laughs> oh man, that was fantastic. I've heard a lot <laughs> Oh, I've never heard Am that I one before. To say that? Absolutely, yes, of course. Of course. So happy you did. Oh. Oh, you think you've heard them all? That's that's the first. <laughs> He's okay. always saying stuff and ragging on me. I don't care. I'm like, I love it. Sing anyway. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm sorry. We got to regroup after that one. That was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, so that so it didn't work out for you. The singing didn't work out. No, he told me stick to modeling. I can't sing a lick. Did a little bit of acting. Tried. I can't hold a note. I tried that. Um, I can dance, but I'm a little uncoordinated. So, you know, we did the dance. Oh, and the girls group, we went to a, like a dance class. That's when hip hop started really coming out. Oh, yeah. Didn't Although, well. um, what, um, what were the names of the girls groups? Those are always fun. One was is Exotique. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we wanted to be like Vanity Six. <laughs> Um, one was foreplay before I think a group ends up coming out named foreplay. And then the last one, I can't remember. I can't remember the girls and they were pretty girls too, but. But it was just, it was not your girlfriends. It was like auditions and try to bring strangers together. And you know, girls start not getting along and then the boyfriends start coming in to play and we actually got a deal and it was right before the, the, um, what's the girl group from London? Um, um, Spice Spice Girls? Girls. Ice Girls. Yeah. Right around that time. And they, and I said, oh my God, I can't believe you guys. And we were all different types, right? We're all different, like, you know, backgrounds and, and looks. 
we had a blonde girl, we had a dark black girl, we had me, we had a Spanish girl and they all messed. I was like, I just can't believe this. And like, and I said to them, I can't sing a lick. So I'm just <laughs> yeah. going to use this for an opportunity. I'll be, I'll be in the back lip syncing. So, so yeah. I'll be I was atmosphere. Atmosphere? Oh, you had names. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I was, I call myself atmosphere. <laughs> she set the mood. Yes. Uh, oh, well, that they were works. Um, what were the other ones? Any do you remember the other girls' names? Was it a theme with I like, can't remember the other one? Well, I was in like four other ones, and I just can't remember. I okay, can't remember. well, I hope you have some like old footage of you guys rehearsing or something. That would be fun. I, to watch. Okay, so one of my best guy friends, he has cassette tapes, and he told me he will blackmail me. He has <laughs> cassette tapes of us singing. Oh, there we go. Well, there you go. You better be nice to him. Yeah, he'll he'll release it to the world. <laughs> All wrong. Once my son becomes really famous, they're going to be like, oh, Trace's mom. <laughs> he can sing too. Listen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, maybe he could incorporate that in some of his songs, like a, oh. a snippet from you. What do they call it? Um, Sampling. Sampling. Yeah, there you Sampling, go. Yes. Oh, yes. You're singing in his songs. A rap and started laughing and making jokes. <laughs> So you you mentioned acting, and I, I saw on your list of credits that you were in an episode of Seinfeld. I was. How I was, was how was that? And did you meet Jerry? Oh, Jerry was so cool. I hung out with him. So I got the oh. part. I hadn't watched Seinfeld. So everyone <laughs> thought that was a really big deal. They're like, what do you mean? You don't know Seinfeld? And I had this purple Porsche, and he loved Porsches. Yeah. I had a purple Carrera with a purple top. It wow. was like an amethyst color. Wow. And so they were, he was, they were like, that's the girl with, cause he saw the car. I guess I was on the line. He like, that's the girl with the car. So anyway, I hung out with him the whole time we shot. He was so cool. It was really fun. That was a great experience. I bet. <laughs> and I did a movie with Matt LeBlanc that never came out called Looking Italian. I played his girlfriend. I got killed and died in his arms. And that's before he got friends. So he was trying to get this agent and they wouldn't take him. And I was with this agent at the time and I walked him in there and he booked friends. Oh, look at you. Wow. wow. Yeah. If, if you see him, he, I, you know, I would say, you, you remember me, Matt, right? I, what happened? <laughs> I hope he remembers. You wouldn't be. He does. Me. You know what? I was, I was, uh, my son was playing soccer a few years ago and there was a guy, I don't know how his name came up, but he started telling me he was in the industry and he was friends with Matt LeBlanc. I said, oh, I know Matt. I did a movie with him. And I don't know if he thought I was blowing smoke up his ass, but he called Matt on the phone and I got on the phone. He's like, yeah, I totally know her. I was in a movie with her. So it was really cool. Oh, how fun. That's awesome. Yeah. He's, he's a funny dude. So does oh, it he was funny. He was nice then. Didn't get then. <laughs> no, no, no. I, mean, I don't hang out with them. <laughs> uh, so it wasn't released. Um, did he, when he got big, try to block it? Because they usually, you know, when somebody gets famous, they'll go back and re-release. Even if they have five minutes in the movie, they'll put them on the cover, you know, like the, yeah. just to make money. But something must have happened because he got that. He got friends like within that year. So it was six to eight months when the movies was supposed to be released. And I remember it was like on extra or something, one of those kind of shows and they were talking about it and they showed him and the movie and then the movie didn't come out and then he got friends. Oh, okay. It showed that he had just filmed this movie. He wow. was just starting to blow up. Yeah. I remember him on the, on the sitcom he was on prior to friends, something on Fox where he was 
something in Vinny or something like that. I remember that. So, so did um, so you got killed? Was that uh, is that fun to do behind on the scenes? I mean, I got pretend. Shot. <laughs> did, did you get? Uh, a, did I read you, you got death? shot a lot. I was nervous because they put those things on you and they say they're blanks. And looking back now, I was like, I was so scared. And I think it worked because I was so scared because they used those blank prop guns and it freaked me out. And I think I actually looked like I died well. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. That's so not that that's not an easy thing to pull off, the death scene in the movies. Yeah. So <laughs> so is, uh, it seems like the acting hasn't been for a while. You just no, I did done with other things. I, I did. Well, I, I went back to school, got a journalism degree, and then I started doing I want to do more hosting stuff. And then I got an opportunity to go on a radio show before I left. It was like a rock station. I don't ask me which one I don't remember. And I end up getting married and they were going to put me on the show. And I look back on it and I moved to London. I oh, got okay. married in London. So my husband got the job. Um, but I wanted to go into radio and, and broadcasting and TV, that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, but I did another movie about six, seven years ago. Um, somebody asked, hey, I'm doing this movie. It's called Vertical. Okay. And, yeah, okay. And, huh? I was going to ask about that. That looked, Yeah, yeah. So won I did some that awards. Enough. Yeah, no, I, I, won, I did that a few years ago. And then the director was going to do some other stuff and I guess the, the second film we were going to do that kind of fell apart and I just haven't really been pursuing the acting because I've been traveling and now my kids are older. So now I'm going to find some other stuff to get back into. Um, I've been writing. I wrote a script. Oh, um, fun. Pitch this movie TV show. It's based on my husband and um, I did pitch it and to Lionsgate and it's called billions. It's on TV became a big hit it's based on my husband, and four guys. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I they yeah. Took it. yeah, that's. I, I watched. Uh, I watched like the first season of that. It's a good show. The first episode is my pilot. Like I did everything I could to, and I I know how it happened, and I'll pursue that too. But um, and it was based on true stories because I lived in London. It's based on four guys, so all the characters in the beginning are pretty real characters. Oh wow! So they copied it so well. I'm like, this is definitely true story. So oh. right, is billions placed in london i've never seen it I'm no it's placed in new york but i switched it to new york i changed mine to new york so when i pitched it i pitched it to oh new york but i wrote it in when i was living in london okay yeah can't trust anybody <laughs> i know i know but i'm, I'm turning it into a book oh there so you are I, I wrote it literally 16 years ago i wrote that script Oh, wow. That's how long ago I wrote it. So I'm now um, turning it into a book and I've added so much because so much has happened since then and more juicy stories than what I had originally put in there. And it's not really, you can try to copy the trading part of it and investigate. You know, I'm sure that's what the writers are doing, but I actually live the lifestyle and the lifestyle is a lot different. That's really what it's based on the lifestyle. Oh, okay. You got a bit of a heads up then. Nice. <laughs> So I'm, I'm working on, I'm trying to, I'm going to finish it. That's my goal this year is to finish that book. Okay. Nice. Um, any other writings you're doing? Um, well, I had two other books. I was, I'm started. I just haven't completed. Another oh. one is about, it's not 
like, I don't want it to be like a typical relationship book, but it's kind of like the Bible for people because, you know, it's basically our relationships from childhood, which forms our relationships as adults with, with our friends and our coworkers and, our, and, and just in, any kind of relationship comes from your childhood and whatever baggage. And then also I just, it's just kind of a, not a self-help book. But you know how if your friends in this situation and you give them advice and you can't follow that same advice, then you get <laughs> one. And yep. so, right, right. So it shows all that about I just bring the stories out and I'm like, look at the story. This is how the story should end. And maybe you can apply that. And you know, I'm finishing that one too. Okay. So you are busy writing. Yeah, busy girl. Yeah. Um real quick in the vertical. I see you're a producer. How did you get you're, you're um, so they, as a producer. Yeah, no, I am a producer. Yeah. When they asked me to do the uh, movie, my friend, she wanted me to invest in it. Okay. And so they asked me to invest, and then I worked with the producer and the director and the other people, and so I'm one of the investors in the film. Okay. So being a producer. And you um, <laughs> did you go to the award show? Was there an award show for that when you won? Um, yes, film? it was. It was up in uh, Idlewild, up in the mountains where the snow is. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. That was okay. fun. It was snowing. It was cold, cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also see it won Best International Film at the London Film Festival, yeah. too. I didn't get to go to that one. They didn't, I didn't miss that one. But yeah, and I had a pretty big part in that. So that worked out pretty. That was, a, that was a good film. It was fun. We had to climb a mountain, which they didn't tell me. And I had to oh. hike for hours. Oh, wow. Never forgot that. And so everybody that's in the film... Everyone's fair skin, and it was so hot. And they asked me for like, anyone have any sunblock? I'm like, yeah, I have sunblock here. Take mine. Oh my god, I got burnt so bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I came down like crispy. I was crispy and peeling for like two weeks. That's the only bad thing about doing that. I got burnt really bad. And <laughs> they took your sunscreen and didn't let you use any of it. <laughs> no, because I was like, oh, I'll be okay. And oh my, I suffered for that. That's the only bad thing we're filming that. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get to watch that yet. We couldn't. I was looking for it, so oh. I was trying to look for it before um, you came on, but oh. could find it. So I'll look a little further. Okay, I'll look and see. I have a copy of it. It's a pretty good film. Yeah. Well, it won an award, right? It's kind of yeah, it should be. Good. That's it, what it, I thought about it. Story. Okay. Did you do any cli- rock climbing, cliff? Yes, that's what I'm saying. And then I'm, not, then I'm not the most coordinated. So we were way <laughs> up this mountain. And, oh, it was but like with the ropes? No, not that, but I oh, should have okay. had gear on because it was really <laughs> steep. I mean, Idlewild is really steep in the mountains. Yeah. So, yeah. So all, was, all your stunts were done by you is what you're saying. Yeah, because they didn't have the budget, but they didn't tell me that. You know? like, oh, we're going to do this. It's not going to be that bad. Just put some shorts in. And T-shirt on and some tennis shoes four hours later. Oh, <laughs> what, yes. we, what you do for your craft. I know. That's why I took a break. <laughs> um, so is your son, has he got any shows coming up? Is he too, I mean, or what yes. I see he has been having a couple of them. He, he was in a show last week. He's actually doing the, a show on March 5th. He's, it's in LA and he, they named him the ambassador of, um, anyone who wants to get the vaccine. Oh. Um, so they're trying to encourage people to get vaccinated. And they asked him to do a show because they think that's going to bring people on. So he's going to do that next week in LA. Um, and they're probably going to have some other artists there and entertainment. And if people want to get a shot, they can get a shot. 
Oh, good no. paying, so he's happy too. <laughs> there you go. Nothing better than a paying gig. Exactly. Yes, we're yes. a young <laughs> and, man. Very and happy. exposure. Yeah, yeah. So and, he, and he's got this other show. He's coming up with a. So there's another artist named Xavier Wolf. Um, that's supposed to be. I, he's worked with him before, um, and so he has a show with him coming up in April. Uh, another show in Arizona with with another hip hop artist. Now I that's where my mommy brain comes in, so I have to ask him the name of the artist. <laughs> right? Yeah. Not not every hip hop artist is made the same. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I, have, I try so hard, you know. And then when I do know, I'm so proud of my. I'm like, oh, I know who that is. <laughs> oh yes. Well, if uh, if you ask him and he's okay with it, we'd be happy to like put some of his music in the background in the episode. Oh, he would love that. He okay. wants. Any- Exposure. Any songs you guys you find that you like? Yeah. Um, you know, he has an alternative song on his new album called uh, "Beautiful Lies." That's just really cool. Okay. Uh, so uh, yeah, yeah I'll sure. definitely check it out. I, I listened to like the first couple of tracks, and I just never got back to it. But I like hip hop, so I'll definitely I'll check it out. Oh, great! So and he has more pop stuff on there too. Okay. Cool. Because we adjust the music depending on where he's going to perform, and he's got he has some uh, music on Vivo. Okay. Uh, so he won the top five hip hop hip hop song for um, imposters, and that's more of a rock kind of song in the beginning. Okay, killer video won the top five. And awesome. He had a lot of kind of known people. Cool. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check that out. Wow, awesome. good yeah. for him. That's yeah. So it's it's on um, if you just you know YouTube or Vivo, they pop right up. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Nice. Well, we'll check him out. Yeah, like I said, I'd love to. I'd love to play some of his music on the show. Oh, he would love that. And if okay, he, I mean, if he ever, if he ever wants to be a guest, let let us know. Oh, he he does all kind of radio shows. Yeah. Um, my father did do an international um, thing across country with him, like he did um, Fox in 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 uh, I think it was DC. He did Texas. Um, he did Arizona. So he loves the camera. He would love to be on your show. Awesome. Tell him when. Awesome. <laughs> he's funny. Up. He actually is very funny. Okay. Just, Not just shy. Good. Just like, like mom. <laughs> oh, am I funny? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, natural. Like, I'm laughing. Very natural in front of the camera. <laughs> yes, for sure. For sure. Very enjoyable. Yes. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad I'm entertaining you and talking about my singing and, and people's flatulence. <laughs> I mean, Yes, I, that that might be the hardest I've ever laughed on on the podcast. I'm not gonna. That's not a lie. I I can remember like one other time like doubling over a little bit, but that's that's got to be about the funniest thing I've. <laughs> but I would just say it. You know, I'm pretty down to earth. I think I am. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Seems like it. Yes. Um, do you have much? Uh, um, I don't want to say exposure. Um. With other playmates, do you in, t- in, t- in contact with other playmates? Oh my gosh, I, this wine is yeah, yeah. this know, is getting to me. <laughs> See, I told you it tastes like Kool Aid, and then it's gonna sneak up on you. I, I'm I gonna guess, start stuttering. Guess we don't need that second bottle. <laughs> I know. So I talked to Susie Singstock. I talked to Rosie and Renee Tennyson because they own a store yeah. not too far from me in the mall. Um, they're so sweet. Um, Nefertiri, I speak to. Um, Layla Roberts is one of my favorite playmates. She's beautiful. She looks like a blonde Raquel Welch. Um, I mean, I pretty much know quite a few of them. I, those are the ones I kind of talk to all the time. Well, I'm going to um, tell you, we have I have messages out to every one of them. <laughs> so feel free to let them know how much fun you've had. <laughs> okay, I will. I actually will tell several. 
Yeah, I mean, actually, Susie and I have gone back and forth and we're trying to get something worked out. It just hasn't worked for her yet. But the rest of them, I've reached out oh. to and just haven't heard anything back. So, OK, I talked to her today, so I'm going to tell her I did the show because I didn't tell her. Nice. Oh, nice. OK. Yeah. So yeah she's, we're, she's, we're working on some NFTs, some new NFTs. Oh, OK. We just yeah, we just spoke with Victoria Fuller last night. So right. So hers are totally different than ours. Oh, okay. Oh. Let's go. <laughs> oh, okay. Where else am I spending? I can't some money? save it so much because it's not done, but we okay. have active NFTs. Okay. So I have a group of girls. So we would all love to come on because I have like a group of seven girls. Um uh that probably if you guys are interested, that I'll get all of them on and we can all do a group thing when ours come on. Yep. Ours kind of, um, and, and, and our girls will have more ownership of their stuff individually. Okay. Oh, absolutely. It's and ours is going to be a little different. Nothing to get to her because she's a great artist. Yeah. yeah. Um, her stuff is really, really nice. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, obviously we're interested in that. I think that goes with that. It'd be saying. fun. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, it does. It is the, it, the, the, the new thing it's coming up. It's like, yeah. get on board now. Right. Well, I, I'm trying to educate myself. I'm like, what are NFTs? It's just, you know, trying to get my brain to comprehend and really go through it and understand it. I want to understand it. I don't want to just be like, okay, everybody's doing it. Because right. what I'm finding out is if you have an NFT and if there's no value to it, it's just going to sit there. Yep, absolutely. It's only worth what somebody will pay for, right? So Exactly. And if, what is, why is it going to be worth something? I'd be just looking at you and they could pull your picture up on, you know, yeah. it's just a, a, a digital uh, chain that's that's worth money on the computer yeah yeah it's a different world um with your husband being in the financial world is he involved at all in in i mean is his he, world gone there yet no because you know what he's a bond trader so he okay. does government bond trading okay so this he's, kind of stuff like crypto and all that he's like yeah whatever <laughs> with, you know? yeah, if, you're, if you're trading trading government bonds i'm guessing crypto is probably a little too risky for you yeah yeah he plays government bonds he's like yeah, yeah i don't know how to keep up it seems kind of new to me he thinks that it's like playing the lottery if you can get into it and win some money that's fine but right you know um he's like how long is it gonna last that's his thing yeah. How long is it gonna last? And it could be the next big thing, but he also is like, yeah, okay, everyone's in on it now, but sure. yeah, it very, I mean, just as easily could be worth zero dollars ten years from now. That's you know, I don't think anybody can honestly sit here and say they know. No one knows. No. It's yeah, just it's... a hot thing. Like I haven't gotten past the, the virtual part of how do you own a house <laughs> on the computer. And you get all this money for it, and you're not living in the house. Like to me, it's all about status. I just cannot comprehend or get my brain around that part. Uh, you hit it on the head. Status is a big part of it. Is it is what we're I'm learning. And I'm not going to lie. After we had our conversation last night, and I talked to his son, is involved in buying virtual land. I was looking around today, so I'm like, I don't want to miss out. Yeah, I, I know, right? We want to. We don't want to miss out. We're like, okay, let's get it. But I still, I'm trying to comprehend. Like, but I can't live in the house, so okay. I, I just no. haven't been able to un get that part of it. But I think it's cool. I mean, but you, know. you can decorate it with your NFTs. You can hang your <laughs> NFTs on your virtual walls and <laughs> so. then sell it to someone who wants it. Right? Right after they take a tour. There you go. Yeah, and you're you're good at giving tours, so there you go. <laughs> right? Ask it. Better ask it them. <laughs> Uh, perfect he, he probably owns some nfts <laughs> <laughs> i probably has a whole bunch of them he's got more than that okay well that's that's exciting that it's coming up and i hope i hope it works you know that you get launch it and all that stuff that it works out for you and your girls you got some really good people working on it seven now you said oh, that's good yeah it's a good I think start girls now yep 
Yeah, awesome. I'm a really cool chicks. Chick, well, I want to call them chicks, playmates, <laughs> girls. Beautiful playmates. We are learning. Beautiful with ladies and nice, like nice girls too. Yeah. Um, well, everyone we've ever talked to has been, you know, wonderful. So, and um, there's only so many of you, and it's yeah. gone. Such a small group. Yeah. You know. There'll never be more. The whole Playboy thing is, I think, is etiquette too. Like us going to the parties, you know, even though a lot we're young, we don't realize they're really grooming you in so many words and not in a tacky way, in a sophisticated way, because the people that were at Playboy were people of a certain status and fame and all that. And even though to them, it's like, ah, they want to make sure that the girls were classy and pretty and nice, you know, and pretty smart. Most of the girls are pretty smart girls. A lot of them have a lot going for them and they've turned <laughs> their career. I mean, their that playboy thing into a enterprise for themselves to be entrepreneurs. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we're finding more and more. It's just crazy. I mean, it's, it's inspiring. It is. And we're here to support them. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of we supporting it. Yeah. Um, we're here to support or let you pub. Uh, <laughs> I, your wine. What is up with your wine? Wow. Are you, did you did you mix some tequila in there? <laughs> I told you. Yeah, I did not. I did Start not getting, You just it makes you like kind of giggly. It's perfect. It's the bubbles. <laughs> uh, it's it does. The, it's it does. It's like drinking a Jolly Rancher. Yes, exactly, exactly. It's exactly. <laughs> I want. I wanted to. I wanted to ask you. I know you're involved a little bit in some anti-bullying. At you know some advocacy in that. In that, um, is there anything you can talk? Or is there anything you have going on with that? Or so funny. So I. I tell my son. I said he's been through it. Like he's about to graduate. Finally, I was like, we finally got him there. And I have a daughter who doesn't experience it at all. I didn't experience it. I grew up. My kids are living in the same area that I grew up in, which I moved back over here. Um, and it really saddens me that he's been through so much. And I always had to go to schools and fight for him. Mm. And, you know, when they, it's so funny, my husband's so, he's a big guy. He's really sweet. He's like a marshmallow. And I'm like the mean, I'm not, mean. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm the feisty one. See, it's, it's, it's the Stella Rose. I'm the feisty one. And, you know, I would come up there and I'm like, you're messing with my child. You know, and it went from being a mom who's an educator as far as like just being academic and know what they speak their language to now I'm the angry mom period I'm done you know as the bullying and the school's not standing up for the kids is so ridiculous and having an ethnic son was really difficult because they would try to flip it all the time and it's like listen I grew up in this neighborhood I didn't have this problem back in the 80s myself why is my child and my daughter doesn't go through it but my son is going through it you know um And I'm so, and, and now that I see all other kids too. Now he's in a school for entertainers is online, but it's been several schools. And I'm so against that. I'm for any child that goes through it, you know, matter if you're gender, you know, different or, you yep. know, whatever your sexuality is, you know, if you look different, just period. It's just not necessary. And schools don't do anything in, in my day. You know, if you got bullied, you went to the principal's office. That's it. You went to right. the principal principal's office you were scared these these people in school and even my kids actually are in private school they don't want to do anything 
They just want to sweep it under the carpet because they don't want to upset the parents. And I said to my son, when you become famous, I want you to mention what you went through. Because even though you may think, oh, I don't want to look bad. I want to look cool. No, you are going to inspire and help those other kids because I'm a strong person. You have strong parents who are advocates for you. Not everybody is like that. So you don't know what those kids are going through emotionally. And we've got kids hurting themselves because they go yeah. home, they can't deal with it. And it's heartbreaking because they won't even tell you. And I could just tell by his demeanor some of the times, like hmm, something's going on. Yeah. So definitely would like to just, you know, talk more about that. Any opportunity I get, because it's happening across the country. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's sad. It's still going on today. You know? That's yeah, for sure. I think the, I mean, one of the bigger things is when, when we, when I was a kid, um, even if there was bullying going on at school, when I went home, I got away from it. And and now it's not that way. It follows you home, you know, with social media and there's right. just these kids just, I mean, once they start getting bullied, they, it just never stops. It doesn't stop. We didn't have social media, right? But we didn't continue to get bullied. And then they keep saying mean things. And I just don't understand. But I, I had a kid show up to my house in the middle of the night. This is how bold this kid was. Wow. He showed up to my house in the middle of the night and knocked on the window. My son happened to be not in his room because we had a guest that night. So my son actually wasn't in his room. And the guest says, there's some kid out there two o'clock in the morning wanting to me to call my son out to fight him. So Holy me crazy mom with no contact lens on, can't see <laughs> in my pajamas. I was that mother. I was like, you are, you got to fight me first. Cause I am that parent. I will slap a kid. I will beat you like I'm your mama. <laughs> and then I'm, and then I, and, and, you know, they were like, well, why don't you call the cops? This was another ethnic kid. I was like, first of all, I know what would happen in this neighborhood. And the school wouldn't do anything because I said, we need to have that talk with his parents because anytime you challenge a parent, these kids are bold. There's no way I would disrespect anyone's parents. Yeah, no. Let alone show up to a house right. and tell the parent, and my husband's a big guy. I want to fight him, make him come out. I feel disrespected. <laughs> and my son was little, like he's just starting to grow. But for a long time, he was kind of small. He wasn't a big kid. So that's one of the reasons why he went through it. And I just wasn't baffled. I said, I would never disrespect someone's parents, but these kids are bold and they don't have any fear. And they, if they don't get what they want, it's the entitlement. Like I should get what I want right here, right now because of social media. Yeah, absolutely. And, and showing respect. I mean, and no respect. And yeah. I, you know, I'm like, look, I'll get my belt and beat you. I don't care. So one kid <laughs> ran and I saw the kid and I chased him down the street in the middle of the night. And then I oh. realized I was old. Let me tell you how I realized I was old. <laughs> I was running and that kid was gone. I, saw, I turned around and the kid was like, Shh. I was like, where'd he go? <laughs> <laughs> He left me in dust. I was like, oh, I don't have my contacts on. I can't see. And I was trying to chase some 17 year old down. Well, he probably had running shoes on and you were yeah. barefoot. He, he, he left me in the dust. It was hysterical. I was like, I don't know who I thought I was. I thought I was going <laughs> <That's, laughs> to get shoes and fly off in the middle. You, you, were, you were mama bear and mama bear. You don't mess with mama bear. Mama, yeah. Mama with, bear sure. Especially with your cubs. You don't, you don't. You mess with the Cubs, you're going to get the mama bear after you. Exactly. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Well, mama bear who, who's trying to run. And <laughs> <the night. laughs> At least you didn't fall down. I mean. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Um, well, well, maybe he can use that, uh, everything he went through in his music, that he can write about it someday That's and right. write some, some good songs about it. And uh, 
to your, to your point, you know, let everybody know you got to come forward, you know, don't and suffer, don't suffer by yourself. I, I tell him that because it will help other kids because there are other kids that go through it all the time. You have to let other kids, they're going to gravitate to you because you're going to send them a message and then you might save someone's life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I I mean, just be honest with, with what you went through and nobody, I mean, nobody's going to look down at that. Nope. So, awesome. no. Well, I'm glad he's moving on and he's got a mom like you. <laughs> Take care of business. <laughs> I do. I'm like, I go out there. I'm like, good for you. Like, oh, here's his mom. And mom wants to fight his battles. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> his, that. his mom just wants having, to fight. <laughs> he was having some problems, even though I came out in 94, he was having some problems at school because the kids were showing my pictures and blaming. Oh. You know, and uh, I was like, you you knew this was going to happen at some point. And I was like, if your friends are still looking at me from when they weren't even thought of <laughs> you know, that long ago, I mean, right? just walk away and say, who cares? What's your mama look like? That's what I told you. <laughs> right? <laughs> I love the attitude. I, I do it. too. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your mom wasn't in, you know. <laughs> still look at it. I'm like older. I'm like, well, you know, oh, well. <laughs> everybody's got it so i love it i love it i do too <laughs> um any more any more feisty stories from your your playmate or play mansion playboy mansion days <laughs> i probably have so many funny stories because <laughs> now that that's come out how feisty you are <laughs> oh i know i am a little feisty some of the other girls were pretty feisty um yeah. any hair any hair pulling at the no. pool or anything you know <laughs> You know, the girls fighting and arguing with each other and, you know, just cattiness. That that, that did go on for a while, you know. Oh, of course. I would imagine Hef would be like, you can't do it in front of the guests. If you do it in front well, of the guests, you're out. Near the grotto was this little, like, game. It wasn't really a game room, but it's like a room where everybody went and then kind of went downstairs. It was off. You couldn't really see it. You couldn't tell what it was. It was like a secret room. And so all the playmates would hang out there, and that's where all the madness would go on <laughs> there we go that's that's a new detail we've never heard i like it yeah. we're, we're putting together the whole picture yeah it's an episode so after everybody right episode. there was another room and then it had like a stairs and it goes down and then it, it was a lot of it looked like the 70s like the partridge family because it oh. had like a band look inside of it and was kind of spongy you know with the cushions <laughs> they tore all that up whoever bought the mansion is all yeah. right yeah i know it's sad it's so sad. It is really sad. I, I always, I always hoped I would get there once. I know <laughs> that was on my bucket list for years. Yeah, right, right. They had a lot of parties there. I, I, I met um, Vern. What's the Vern, the little guy? Vern Troyer. Oh, yeah, he was Mini-me? always there. I was excited. He was so tiny. He was so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> he was one of my favorite guests. He was so. He always was at the mansion, but he was always drunk. <laughs> right yeah he was he was drunk a lot yeah but he loved like the girls always like laying down like beside him taking pictures with him that it was fun yeah of course who wouldn't and he's right there <laughs> yeah there was cameras everywhere too so that part's true too yeah okay yeah. well that was fun all right so there'll be a um chance to promote well you can't promote your nfts quite yet probably in about a week oh oh all right. Two weeks, I can talk about it more. Okay. I was going to say. Well, promise we can get you back. Uh, when when you're able to talk a little bit more about it, we would love to have you back. So Yeah, it'd be great. And I could get With a group the girls? of girls. 
Now, the thing is, we may have to all be separate because we're going to be living in separate places. So if you can all. Yeah, no. Yeah, we can. We can zoom everybody in. That's we'll fine. make it work. We'll make it work. Okay. Absolutely. Give absolutely. you give you the time to talk about it and promote it. And absolutely get everybody on board. Actually, I did tell Susie I was coming on this show. Cool. I did tell her. I told her the other day when yeah. we were having the meeting. Cool. So I'm going to tell her it's your show, though. Nice. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> Perfect. You, all right. Thank you so much. Do you want to promote anything else before your Instagram we... page? Can you get going? Yes. Oh. Are you going to have it? Uh, well, Elon Carter P on Instagram. And um, I've got some stuff coming up. I've talked about my book that I'm doing. And then we got the NFTs coming with a group of girls. Um, you know, and I'll keep you posted on any new ventures. Awesome. And don't forget to check. I'll be traveling again soon, so. Okay. And don't forget to check out your son. Oh, Trace Austin. Is Is that his Instagram? On his Instagram. Yeah. It's uh, the Trace Austin. Okay. Uh, And and his, his uh, Apple music is uh, uh, Trace Austin music. He has a website. Okay. I'll put it down. I'll put it in the show link so people can click to it from here. So try and send some traffic his way. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you so much. We can thank you for having me, you guys. This was fun. You guys are fun. And I'm gonna get Susie and some of the other girls on the show. Awesome. Thank you so much. That would be awesome. We We appreciate it. Thank you. And thanks for the recommendation. I'm gonna go drink the other bottle now. All right, perfect. (laughs) More giggles. (laughs) All right, have a good night. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Say the bullets they blazing. Ranked executives, I tell them be patient. The boy with the Cubans better know what his name is. Don't let the dogs out, they gonna break shit. Moving too fast, don't gotta pace this. Knowing how to fit this since the sixth grade. And oh shit, what was that? Told right behind me, I can hear the sound. And I made that so relaxed, better take a nap, I'm so laid back. High energy is my main focus, no distraction, I maintain that. Morning sunshine, the big star is what I gaze. I'll take that shit, why would you say that? Know them dudes you pay that 2020, not the year, but I got the vision. And we as all actors in our own movie, no need for auditions. Don't need to shoot my shot, they're ready. No, I got precision. Go to Mars, I'm on a mission. Dreams come true, but I keep wishing. Rock out, rock out, party time to clock out. We got the plan for the high, so just listen out. Back we like that hatchback. Back it, we secure that. She got all that woo when I'm finna do with that. Thank you for listening. 
The tavern is closed for now, but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time. Seriously, though, get your asses out of here. DC, I host the rock podcast, Back to the Arena, the Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the Interviews. Electric Ass. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an electric cast production. Electric acid. Electric acid.